happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek dose of spoof in all things conspiratorial. I am your host, Johnny Monoxide. Joining me this evening is Reinhardt von Krieger. Hello. What's up? What's up? Dogbot. Hello, sir. Howdy, y'all. And down in the dungeon, taking notes, Grognak. What's up? Uh-oh. Grognak's here, I swear to God. He's going to be taking notes. Anyways, hi, fellas. Welcome to hey, the... guys. Come on. <laughs> that was terrible. That was a terrible Grognak impression. <laughs> He's here, I swear to God. Uh, we're here. Oh, man. And we did not get news cucked for, like, the first time ever. We There was the happening that happened right before the show and not, like, right after the show. Um Man. To be fair, to be fair, we never actually get news cut because we like to wait until things have fully developed and we just don't like jumping on all the breaking news. We, you know, we wouldn't want to make an entirely huge flub or anything. But right. We Yeah, we want to give it a few days. N- or no. we just wait until Tuesday. No, we're well that's what we do is we wait till <laughs> Tuesday, but also but also we're calling this one a gay op right out the gate. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is anyone surprised? I'm not surprised. Um, well, you or know, a, or a T op. No, don't fall for that. Or a or a post op. It's pre op. It's a pre op. This is a pre op. Yeah, yeah. We're not there yet, but don't fall for it. Listen, don't. If we have any. What are we? Thirty five seconds into the show, and you're already starting with the ops, and not the kind, not the gay kind. We're talking about the post and pre. All right. No tranny stuff just yet. We are calling this thing in Texas this shooting at Rob Elementary School, I believe it is. Is it Rob R O B B? Yeah, that's the school. I don't I, I don't know. Rob yes, Rob Elementary School in what? Uver, Uvalde? Texas. Uvalde, Texas, like a yeah. Town, basically. Yeah. Wait, you're you're a resident uh Spaniard here. You should be able to pronounce that. <laughs> Jesus. I'm not even looking at the name. I believe it is just Uvalde. So it started off. Yeah, it's Uvalde. It start, that's what we're going to call it. It started off with two killed, 13 hospitalized. We're now up to 18 dead. That's, hmm. yeah. Yeah, two, then 14, now 18. I, yep. I don't know, man. As of five o'clock... Eastern time, there were 14 children and a teacher that were dead and others injured after shooting at an elementary school in Texas near the U.S.-Mexico border. So the first thing was, well, oh, it's it's all Mexican kids and it's the Mexican shooter and it's cartels, right? So, oh, who cares? No. Oh, we already got a five fast facts you need to know about our shooter, Salvador Ramos. Salvador Ramos is the shooter that we have. And his... Abby or his picture, he looks like something out of a Walking Dead like comic book. Yeah, he looks a uh, very Heeb Spanic. You think he looks Heeb Spanic? <laughs> you think so? You think he looks Sephardic? Yeah. Eh, I don't know. He's got he's got the really round Mexican face though. Yeah. I'll tell you what he did have. He, he really he looks the farting. Regardless of what he looks like, what he did have was some serious stuff, dude. It, those brand new ARs, two brand new ARs. One of them had an EOTech sight on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah, the was, rifle the rifle itself is probably what maybe 15 1700 and that then one the i think somebody mentioned go for four or five eotech i think st- one of them still had the langley armory registration tags on it <laughs> the one <laughs> yes though and the minimum i think the the entry level eotech is like 400 bucks yeah i mean just put an aim point on there you know what i mean where are these 18 year olds coming up with the scratch must be nfts guys must be that nft market uh he's yeah, the one he's crashed a- yeah. yeah, he's the one that stole a uh, uh, Seth Green's Board Ape NFT and s- resold it. This sounds like an internet story that I didn't hear about. Um, oh, oh, Seth Green was going to make a little cartoon based off of his NFT that he paid for of oh. the board, the board monkey, the board ape. But somebody stole it, so now he can't release the cartoon because he doesn't have rights to the board ape anymore because he doesn't own the NFT. Wow. So he made an entire cartoon based after a really bad drawing of uh, a bored ape mm-hmm. that he paid for Do on they... the internet. Mm-hmm. And he now can't release the cartoon because mm-hmm. whoever has the NFT now I... owns the cartoon. I, I don't know how that's that how that they works. work. Yes. Yeah. But anyways, whatever. Whatever happened, this kid has. What looks to be about four thousand dollars in ARs between these two guns, maybe a little brand less. freaking new looking. Too. I mean, yes, shiny, brand new. That I don't know what that one is on the bottom. It looks like a Daniels, but probably not. He uh, he didn't even bother like getting the silver sharpie out for this one. No, he didn't bother. Like no, he didn't even bother fucking with the Cerakote or anything. Um, and he had a pistol too, so he had these two these two ARs and a pistol so he was fully strapped he was not lacking when he went to that elementary school no manifesto no manifesto though from from old salvador um hmm. just a lot of brown people yeah it's a lot of mexican I mean, kids at the mexican school i mean <sighs> I don't know. Let's yeah. Let's let's go to these five fast facts here. Yeah, five fast facts. Where is it? I just had it. That's. I love how they do that. Five fast facts you need to know about the shooter. Breaking news. Break. 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 Breaking news. All right. Um. Need to get a drop of the John Cena music. No. The on on current affair. Reinhardt. This is a show way before you were born. Uh, they used to have this sound that was like gong, like before they would break into a story. We need that. I've sound. heard that as a sound bite before. Mm-hmm. I love that. Should... I love that sound effect. <laughs> yes. Where's the five fast facts? I just had it. Uh oh. Uh oh. They're not fast anymore. Did somebody delete <laughs> so, it out of the chat? Nope. I didn't it's in there. Nothing. Here, here. Let me uh, let me help you out. I was literally just on it. And I scrolled and it went away. There you go. And for everybody on the stream that hears my clicking, sorry, not sorry. I try to oh, keep don't it as little as I can. No, no, look, no, no, listen, occasionally you're going to hear clicking. We are a show that does content on computers. Occasionally you'll hear a mouse. I was going to say, I, I heard clicking. I was like, I didn't know Skull was joining the stream with us tonight. Oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> Real quick, while Johnny while Johnny's getting this up, I uh, just put it in the Skype chat. While Johnny's getting this ready, thank you everybody for joining us. Um, last few weeks of the live stream have been awesome. 
Uh, everybody on Pilled, thank you for welcoming us. Uh, Odyssey and DLive as well. Um, if you like, you can actually uh, go over to the donation tab. Uh, it should be just under all three streams on all three sites. Uh, you've got gold pills, you've got Odyssey currency and uh, lemons on DLive. <laughs> Odyssey currency, whatever that is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that will help us. Uh, that's going to help us get our RSS back to you guys. Um, we are currently working on a lot of big stuff that we'll actually be teasing probably, what do you think? Next few days, tease it at least, John? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, you will see where your donations have gone and where they will continue to go. That means getting you guys more content. So thank you all very much. Hell Yeah. Yes, I was so excited about the shooting, I forgot to welcome everybody to our live streams on DLive, on Odyssey, and of course, on Pill.net. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We are, um, this is what, our fifth, sixth week, sixth, fifth week, sixth week of live streaming? Um, let's see. We're actually on 12 weeks. Uh, tw 12 weeks on Pilled? Like, no, well, we did one and then we skipped a bunch, but like. No, okay. We've done 12 total on Pilled here. First one was the 18th of March. Then we skipped until, okay, about a month later, uh, April 12th. And then we've been every week since. Okay. Right. Plus the Friday the 13th live stream. That's true. That was that was a lot of fun. A lot of fun, real impromptu. So we'll do and, that. And uh, uh, to Guy from V in the chat, uh, the graphic user interface, from what I've heard, will be enhanced over time right yes yes uh, that's that's something that they're that's something that they're working and uh, working on stuff so yep the uh, pill dev team who we're in contact with they are uh, all working and i believe on volunteer basis while raising families um so they are working hard and are going to be upgrading uh just little by little but they're going to have a lot of really cool features uh that will be added to uh, everybody's streamer accounts as well. So we'll be able to give you guys more stuff as well, in addition to a better user interface. Yes, definitely. It's all going to be better. It just keeps getting better and getting better and getting better. And and and, and also, by the way, uh, Gaspar, thank you for the phone donation. Thank you very much. Yes. Did we find the five fast fleeting facts? You posted it in the, right, in the, yeah, I opened it. Skype chat. Yeah. Breaking news. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Fact number. It starts with like number two. Right. No. This isn't the five fast facts. <laughs> what did you post? There's like two number twos. Okay, it starts with number two. <laughs> That's, you know, it's good. It's, you're looking at heavy.com. Okay, so we know this is a really good news source. Um, the Instagram page at salvate door underscore tagged a random woman writing. I got a little secret and posted his rifles. Hmm. Series of photos with his two rifles and a couple of pictures of himself. Uh, he, the account followed multiple Instagram users confirmed by heavy to be Uvalde high school students. So, Dude, this picture underneath this little spot where it's got like the mouth that covers like his entire face. It's a very strange looking mouth. Have you heard about them bug spicks? I mean, yeah, 
Well, there's all what, dude? There's bug everything. I know, but man, like bug. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, the their their chosen replacement consumer class. Mm-hmm. They love consumption. Oh yeah, oh, no brown people are the ultimate consumers because they come here. Well, they come from the land of um, uh, copyright infringement toys, right? And then they right. come here, and it's like, oh, the authorized, actual authorized Star Wars figures, you know? Oh man, the the the, the name brand stuff. Right, right. I mean, I you got, can. I got a name brand Avengers shirt. You, you can go to Walmart where they don't have the weight sensor on the self checkout, so you can just take it. Right, right. They also have. There's a weight sensor on that thing at Walmart. No, no, no they, they don't. don't. They don't. That's the point. That's the, that's yeah. Oh. You could, yeah. Mexicans literally don't scan their their Xbox. At the self checkout, <laughs> I'm actually pretty sure you can't do that anymore because people were doing that. Oh man, yeah, that's the meme where the guy's like, it's like an old man standing there, and it's like the smile I give to the old to the receipt checker at Walmart as I scan my 48 inch TV for a banana. You've done that before. Right, come on. I mean, not with a banana, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, look, if you're not stealing from corporate America, what are you even doing? I don't that's know true. what you're talking about. Is that a Fed post of telling somebody? To, no, it's, it's just a joke. That's a joke. That's not. A, that's not a Fed post. All right. So this Mexican, maybe possibly tranny, definitely goth looking, uh, was a student at Uvalde High School. May have shot his grandmother in Adam in mass shooter Adam Lanza style. Shot an elder family member first. Adam Lanza shot his mom before taking off to go to. Sandy Hook Elementary to commit the mass homicide there. Um, Salvador Ramos shot his grandmother, his poor abuela, according to the governor. So, yeah, according to the governor, who uh, was on his way right now to do some interesting things that we'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Really, they they had a ramp. Governor Hot Wheels is about to roll his way up there. There are ramps everywhere in Texas, and you know. Governor Hot Wheels is in a contested primary election today. Oh, what is is Beto trying to take the state back? Uh, no, a car salesman named Huffines is is after him. Mm. Huffines has been yeah. Huffines is putting up uh, putting up billboards saying uh, I'm going to cut off uh, I'm going to cut off the ability for illegals to send money back to Mexico. Nice. Uh, you know stuff like that and um, uh. Vote for Huffines, a real Republican. I'm mm. like, uh oh. Mm. I've read, I've read Legacy of Melting Pot. Real Republicans were the worst. So, right. Yeah. Then. yeah. So, all right. Back to back to the shooting. Um, he reportedly bought the guns on his birthday, legally from a dealer. Now, wait. It, which fact? Wait, wait. Which fast fast fact was that? Oh no, it's it's still underneath the. Uh, the he may have shot his grandmother. So, ah, yes, it's being reported that the subject shot his grandmother right before he went into the school. No further information about the connection between those two shootings. The governor said in a news conference, Gutierrez said on CNN that the grandmother is clinging to life. He said Ramos bought the firearms on his birthday legally from a dealer. He said the gunman crashed his car near the school. How convenient before entering and shooting inside. Uh, apparently, this kid is originally from North Dakota. Uh, let's so, see. Uh, so is is that fact then supposed to make him more more white? 
like this black and white photo of him. That black and white photo of him, he looks kind of like a white kid. Yeah. Right. Like the way he's looking down, he he looks like a white kid with dental, with like that weird dental problem mouth. Yeah. Or like he might have just done the Kylie Jenner thing. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yeah. You suck the air out of a glass with your lip, your lips poof up. Yeah. But also he looks like he's in pretty good shape from that shot. I mean, he's got shoulder muscles. He's got traps. Uh, he's looks like he lifts. Okay. So I don't know. He's not your six foot five, 109 pound Adam Lanza. Or David Hogg. Or David Hogg. Well, David Hogg didn't actually do any shooting. Yeah. This this, this kid looks like he's been climbing over walls to get into people's houses. Right. Yes. Very funny. Steal their copper. Into our America's house. Mm. So, yeah. all right. Number three, video emerged from the scene. The murdered children were in grades two, three, and four. Videos emerged of people running out of the school. Videos also captured the heavy law enforcement response to the elementary school shooting. I would like to see these videos. Um, yeah, they are blocked for me. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah, there's no videos. There's just a screenshot. Um, kids are running out of the classrooms. Now, dude, my my son used to have, when they uh, at the school here, a little tiny little, you know, 1,100 people in this town. And that's how big, you know, school draws from. So maybe hundred and something kids in the whole school, right? And they do mass casualty drills like this, like school shooter drills and stuff. They they all have the stuff they've been trained to do, get in line, get down on the floor, get behind here, do this. This one, there's kids just randomly running out of the building in these videos. Just randomly, kids yeah. just randomly running out. There's no order. There's no teachers taking control of the situation. There's no, nothing. There's no, um, the off, what's the officer called at a school nowadays? What's it called? The cop. Like a- it's like school security. No, they have a name for it. It's the something officer. I forgot what it's called. It's like it's not cop, but you know it's a cop. Yeah. Um, there's none, none the of that. Tra- the child traffic. Uh, the child traffic cop. No. No, there's a no. Yeah, Racco uh, Dollar Store Brandon Lee. Yes. Dollar Store Brandon Lee. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But. Anyway, these kids wouldn't have been running out. Like even in even at the Parkland thing, everybody did the things where they all went and hid behind desks and turned lights out and got down. You know, here you just have random kids running out. You know, remember Sandy Hook? They had all the kids doing all the weird stuff, like hands on each other's shoulders, walking out with your eyes closed. Yeah, they. Well, that one they really, really like. That was that was kind of the start. You know, post Columbine, post yeah. Virginia Tech. That was kind of the start of all this, right? So well, they were like, all right, what can we get them to look like they're actually doing? All right, well, make the kids walk. Make the kids walk in a line. That's good. Yeah, have them walk in a line. And, uh, you know, hands on the shoulders. That'll look good. That'll look like they're, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. They might have been rehearsing for the hokey pokey or something. So, interesting. yeah. So, uh, this one they're saying Ramos acted alone. Um, Resource officer. That's the word I'm looking for. Ah, resource officer. Yes. So it's not cop, it's the resource officer. Yes. Um, the murdered students were in grades two, three, and four. As of this article, what time was this article written? This was... There's the time on this one. 7.53 p.m. It was updated. Jessica McBride. Holy shit. Look at the, the woman who wrote this article. Look at that face. Oof. Oof. I'm, I'm not going to click on that. No, you have to. 
Yeah. All right, right. Fine. Look at her face, dude. Look at that yeah. that smile. Whoa. We're gonna we're gonna zoom and enhance. Right. Enhance. Here for everybody on the stream. Oh. Enhance. That nose might pop through the. Careful. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Break your screen on that nose. Oh man, that that woman definitely has a trans kid. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well. Okay. So. Oh, where was I? Five <laughs> One, fast facts. Yes. So back to fact number red fact number three. Four. Four. Yes. Fact number four. There is an active sco- shooter at Rob Elementary. The school wrote on Facebook. Does anyone yes, else think that's? First. Does anyone else think that's weird? I mean, I Facebook's the place where you announce this stuff, right? Like that's uh, how most people are going to get it first, right? I, yeah. I mean, ultimately, yes. But. No. You really? There's an active shooter at Rob Elementary. Law enforcement is on site. Your cooperation is needed at this time by not visiting the campus. As soon as more information is gathered, it will be shared. Okay. That's a legitimate post. Okay. I yeah. guess. Yes. And after the cops got there, like law enforcement is here. And they're handling stuff. Okay, cool. You don't want like the school secretary jumping right onto her Facebook. Oh my God, there's a shooting. You know, that's not usually what, what you know, like staff should be doing. They should be minding the children. Um, Large yeah, police but, presence. But, I mean, considering what happened during the COVID op, you know, where you had nurses and teachers, you know, taking selfies and doing TikTok dances. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. it's, it's likely that they're putting it on their Instagram feed, you know, for, for upcomings. Sure. No, there, there's bound to be Instagram stories with, uh, you know, like a 23-year-old teacher who's just been going oh man can you imagine like a lot of these teachers this is an elementary school so these are the teachers that are teaching the kids the homo stuff the most well and yeah the, these are elementary schools and and middle schools are where we're seeing a lot of uh, male and female pedophile teachers lately too mm. right well this got dark yeah i mean i mean I'm, we're talking I'm, about school shooting and it even got darker talking about months. pedophile teachers yeah yeah well, people talk about like yeah catholic priests or no no teachers teachers I mean, yes, Catholic public schools, priests, but also in general, Christians no, too. public schools, no, schools in general, but mainly public schools are yeah. where most of the kid touching goes on. Like, Agreed. The, and we're seeing it a the lot more share, the past yeah. couple of months. Maybe it's maybe it's just hitting the news more. I think it is because uh, it's it's been a an issue, mm-hmm. very, very big issue for a long time. Um, right. But now, finally, I think I think they're trying to push some of the uh, inclusivity a little bit by showing more of the female pedophiles. Right, and these female pedophiles are like always like some hot twenty-five-year-old teacher. They are. They are. I don't the, know, like, sometimes. Why not always? The TikTok, the they are the TikTok or, nurses. Yeah, of, they're the TikTok nurses of teachers, and the story is always like, uh, it's always like you know, teacher. Uh, I can't even think of it. I have to look it up, but it's I mean, like it's usually like a twenty-three-year-old teacher and a fifteen-year-old kid, right? Man, and it's not like always. Sometimes it's like a hard six, thirty-six-year-old uh, woman who's bored in her fucking marriage, so she's doing sure. this like it's not this, like extra difficult. But that like, is that's cheating. the that, exception. That's the, the exception, rule, especially lately. The rule is the high seven, low eights, or yeah. former like former eights from college that are now sevens. Uh, 
that are like, and the story is always like, teacher tortures student with like, and with you know, like some stuff I don't want to say, but yeah, it's always like the, the teachers are always, and these kids, the kids are always like tortured by this, you know, because the kids are kids are never kids are never into this stuff. No, absolutely, like this is it's disgusting but like it's still sex abuse it's still sex it abuse is, because oh, they're minors 100%. yeah they're minors no no they're minors it's like have, a 15 year old boy this degenerate we have this degenerate society where mm -hmm. kids you know as young as six seven years old are looking at porn for the first time right so by the time they're 15 they are going to fall victim to this stuff and they're not going to think about it in the moment no by the time it's they're beyond, 15 years like, old they child they're actually wanting this a lot of the time and it's terrible yeah by the time they're 15 they've already seen the porn situation where like every porn there, there's hours and hours and hours of porn of every social situation you can think of like that's what they do yeah. now that's like any social situation that's what it is every situation uh, ends up with sex that's that's what porn teaches everybody and so by the time these kids are 15 they're already coom brains and porn brains and they're already you know social media addicted and you know the the kind of hot teacher oh dude i've seen this on the internet god knows how many times you know, yeah, and then Rocco in the chat, another good point, normalizing the hot female teacher molester to make way for the quote, female trans molester. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's what, that's what Van Halen meant in 1984 when they wrote hot for teacher. They were, they, it was, uh, it was the pipeline to the trans teacher. That's why he smoked so much. What? Who smoked so much? Eddie Van Halen? Yeah. Uh, he's just addicted to cigarettes. I don't think it had anything to do with trannies. I mean, he probably banged one or two. I mean, Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, exactly. I mean, come on. That's a who now who now does kids baking shows. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Um, All right. Can we get to the fifth one? The fifth one is the best. All right. The fifth the one. Fifth fast fact. Yes. The ATF is providing assistance. Oh, here we go. The Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms tweeted, the ATF, Houston on the scene at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas, providing assistance in the investigation of a school shooting. Uvalde Police Department is the point of contact and will release more information as it becomes available. So the ATF is on the scene. However, however, another three-letter three organization had something to say. Was, yeah, this one was interesting. Yes. Thank you, Alt Skull, for this one <laughs> right before the show. Yeah. What did it say? Um, it says, uh, we are aware of this tragic incident, FBI Special Agent Carmen Portillo said in a statement. At this time, it is too soon to determine the extent of our involvement. So the FBI has still yet to determine the extent of their involvement in this they got to what they have to do is they have to talk to the operators and and the people who set up the gay op to see exactly how many operators were there so they can determine what level of involvement shy of 100% they are. <laughs> well, I think I think what it's meant to say is is uh their involvement going forward. I, I know what it's meant to say. <laughs> I was to say that's the joke moment. Yes, that's the that's the joke. All right, all right. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, the FBI getting involved. Great. Oh, what a surprise. Literally to the surprise of nobody. 
And, so, uh, again, this is another one of those Sandy Hook things, and I'm going to say it again. Where's the bodies? Yeah. There was conflicting reports as well. They've said um, they said before that they had the shooter in custody. In custody, They said he was shot dead at the scene. That seems to be the story that they're going with, is that he's dead. Uh, but they did say they have a suspect. So are they trying to say that there was somebody else involved? Right. I don't know. Right. Well, definitely not as Abuela. No, as Abuela, no. he offed her. Maybe it was. Maybe it was Beto. He did Is, it. Has anybody checked on him? Yeah. yeah, I don't know. He's trying to interfere with the election. It's, oh, did you know Beto's running for governor here in the? Is that what you're calling him? He does Beto? every year, doesn't he? Or every time, doesn't he? No. Uh, first, he ran for senator against Ted Cruz and lost. Then he ran for president. And so everybody kept the stickers on from the Senate run uh, on their cars. And I, I thought it was weird, right, that mm-hmm. the stickers were still on because it's like a failed Senate candidacy and it's like, who cares? And um, But the stickers were still on. And then he ran for president and he dropped out pretty quick. Like, he didn't last very long. But the sticker stayed on, and I'm like, why does everybody still have the freaking Beto stickers? And it turns out he's run for governor. And he's uh, he's the one selling the uh, don't mess with trans kids uh, gear. That's right. Why? Because they'll shoot up a school for the FBI? Right. But anybody who's not familiar, uh, there's a anti-littering campaign in Texas called Don't Mess With Texas. And so he's using all the same uh, fonts and everything from those old uh, Don't Mess With Texas anti-littering ads, except he's replacing littering with trans kids. Oh, my God. Well, they're both trash, so. Woo. So is this going to be, is this going to end up being, if he if he does come out that this guy does, like, trans stuff, is this going to be, um like, Rako says over here in the pilled chat, is this the narrative of trans teen bullied into mass shooting? Uh, I mean, it's so young. It's so fresh. Right, right. The narratives haven't even, they haven't even had a chance to, well, that's the thing is normally the expose by, by Saturday on, on CNN, you know, well, life of a bully trans kid in Texas, bro, it's Tuesday, bully trans kids. It's Tuesday by Friday. There's going to be another mass shooting somewhere. So that's what they're not very prepared. There's no manifesto. There's no, you know, there's, there's no real narrative. Like all these other shootings, this, this might be Arsenal posting to an e-girl. Yeah. Just Arsenal (laughs) posting to an e-girl. Like this one, like e-whore. Well, this is one they were like, all right, we got to do one more. And they're like, oh man, it's fucking four 59. Dude, I'm off at five. All right. Let me just hurry up and do this real quick. All right, copy. let's find an e-girl. They're just like, no, they're just like, copy. They're just like, copy, paste, enter, copy, paste, enter. Okay, go, cool. Print it up, yeah. whatever it is. Okay, let's go. All right, this is good. It's good, it's good, it's good. the last four labels out of the freaking box here. Right, <laughs> just right. Just see what comes up. Right, right. Like, fuck it. We'll, 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 we'll figure okay. it out on Monday. And they, they shut the office and left the office on Friday. And there is there is a narrative here, though. Mm. That's going on. This is the, uh, the Sal Hernandez tweet. Uh, yes, the Sal Hernandez way. I found that that's that's pretty interesting. That one, do you have it up? It's yeah, I've got it up. Yeah, um, the, yeah let me read it real quick. It's, I'll read uh, it. I'll read it. I got it. Oh, you got it. All yes, right. Governor Abbott, Senator Ted Cruz, 
and former President Trump are set to speak at the NRA convention Friday in Texas, about 270 miles away from today's mass shooting. Hmm. Very, very interesting. We have a um, mass shooting outside of a... um, I mean, it's not that close, but it's close, right? It's close enough. But it's a meme state. You know, you got your cal- it's it's Texas, it's your meme state. And they're uh they're talking about guns. There you go. Boom. NRA. There's your there's your narrative. He's got brand new high powered ARs with all kinds of sights and optics and, and and rails and shooty things and hangy things and cool little gadgets and stuff. I they're going to ban all that stuff. That's the whole point is they want to ban all that shit. The kid, the kid in uh, Buffalo had a, had uh, was wearing a plate carrier and like level four plates. Um, I mean, obviously the cop shot him and he made it, you know, so his plates worked. Uh, they're going to try to basically like Pedro. It's like Pedro gadget. Yes. <laughs> go, go gadget tamales. All right. Yeah, and apparently Biden is supposed to do something in regards to the uh, the George Floyd anniversary uh, and the Second Amendment. Oh, oh shit! Oh, it's George. It's George Floyd Day tomorrow. It is George yeah, Floyd is. Day tomorrow. Okay, so it is tomorrow. Hang on, put a pin. Uh, put a pin. Hang on, we're not doing no, not yet. I want to do that one, but not yet. Hang on. Are we are we done with are we done with Pedro Gadget yet? I, I yeah. dude, it's been an hour. Okay. I'm All done. Right. We're done uh, with Pedro Gadget. Okay. An hour. So it hasn't been an hour, but tomorrow being George Floyd Day. Um, it's it's been less than thirty minutes, Dogwatt. I know, but because it, it's because he's a mag, like, you know, it feels like longer. Okay. The longer you stall, the longer it goes. Right. Oh my so god. The George Floyd Day tomorrow. Uh, was it the Washington Post or the Washington Examiner? Which one? It was. It was one of the Washington. One of the Washington I papers. I think it was Post. Okay. So the Washington Post. If I'm wrong, somebody correct me. Um, <laughs> said that tomorrow was the anniversary of the the murder of George Floyd by the police, and I want to get this absolutely correct because um, this happened earlier in the day today, but uh, he was shot and killed. Nobody, no, like either journalism isn't doing. Here it is. How have things changed in your community? It's the Washington Post. Holy shit. The big one, Washington, Jeff Bezos' shit rag. How have things changed in your community since George Floyd's death? On May 25th, 2020, George Floyd was shot and killed in police custody. His death sparked outrage, wide-scale protest, and calls to change policing. Two years later, what has or hasn't changed? Holy shit. And Andy Ngo... In trying to solicit reader submissions about police racism, the Washington Post falsely claimed George Floyd was shot and killed in police custody. He died of cardiopulmonary arrest, and his blood was found to have 11 nanograms per milliliter of fentanyl. Hmm. Enough to make it so he couldn't breathe. Shot and killed, guys. You think this was just On a f- multiple occasions now? Do you think this is? <laughs> do you think this is just a fuck up, or are they trying to mandingo this thing? Hmm. I mm. think that they're trying to probably play off of people's emotions and their tendency to um, 
lose their memory mm-hmm. in their emotions. Mm-hmm. Basically, just switch out switch out the chips and just and go a- with whatever chip they put in. They put they they charged an AI to write this thing, and that was and the AI aggregated data across the internet and came up with shot and killed in police custody. And they didn't. That is highly, highly plausible. It it is. I think honestly, yeah, it's somebody who did not proofread check. They just sent it through. It's three sentences. Right. Whether it was so, this is or it's somebody who was actually trying to change the narrative, and it just never got checked. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what it is, but um, it's funny. Shot and killed, boy. Well, boy. America's Saint George Day is tomorrow. Yep. What are you guys going to do to celebrate? Uh, I'm going to put a fake 20 inside a banana peel and hope that my apartment doesn't burn down. <laughs> I am going to just eat two bananas like I always do in the morning. You eat two Go bananas in the morning, day. every morning? Yeah, I'll, I'll eat one right before I go to the gym, and the next one I'll cut up and throw in Greek yogurt or something. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. I like. Bananas. I was. I was gonna have a chick dress up like a Minneapolis police officer and sit on my neck for about fifteen minutes, but oh, I mean, bonk, but also, <laughs> yeah. but like, okay, like, <laughs> I go to horny heaven. Well, I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> listen, listen, and do what you gotta do, bro. Okay. Have you ever been waterboarded? Yes. Okay. No, you haven't. Yes, I have. I was going to go block traffic on the highway. You're going to go block traffic on the highway. Nice. I did that. I did that um, pre pre red pilling, like pre really red pilling. You guys, you know, you guys know that I did all those stupid early Black Lives Matter protests when it was um, who was the kid that got shot in California on the BART tracks? Uh, What was his name? Oscar Grant. He got shot. That was the the first big one. They had the, the cop. The Brian Meserly was the cop who shot him when he had his hand. Uh, the kid was in handcuffs, and that was the first I thought was my taser. You guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. That was like twenty fourteen, twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. That was when the first. That was when the, all the, the bad stuff was happening with uh, Michael Brown and um, Freddie Gray, and what else? That was the first summer I hate. That was that was a that was a big deal. That was the first uh, Black Lives Matter stuff. I was out there for that. Yeah, we went down because the protests when I lived in Berkeley, the protests were like you know right outside my house a lot of times. So when I was still a, a retard anarchist, I went down there to protest and to possibly see if there was any you know like hot stupid libtard chicks protesting. Um, as you do, as you do, yeah. So I used to go to the pro-Palestinian stuff at UC Berkeley just to to see if I could pick up like a, a really cute Lebanese girl or something. Anyways, um, so we went all the way down to the eighty, and the, the, the I didn't go to get on the highway because I'm not stupid. But these guys, they went down and held hands across the highway and like the train track, laid down on the fucking Amtrak train track, stopped the Amtrak train. Oh yeah, that was. I don't oh, know, man, in Minecraft, my Amtrak train does not stop for anything. Yeah, I was like, 
you know, and I, my uncle, my uncle who was, who was a cop, was a retired cop was like, um, cause I would be posting pictures. You know, I was, dude, I was an idiot anarchist. All cops are bastards. Um, Bush did nine 11, you know, that was Obama was, Obama was bad. Bush was bad. They're all bad. Right. Um, but anyways, yeah, I did dumb stuff. And, uh, laying down in traffic is, I don't understand how people think that's a, is it because human beings, like, because people are like, you're not, you're not going to run me over. And we have, we have what the, what the Chinese don't have. Cause the Chinese, people, everybody, you, you can't do that. Everybody's actually so high that just laying down in protest is about all that they want to do. I don't know, dude, the fights with the cops in Berkeley were pretty epic. I mean, they broke out rubber bullets and beanbags and shit. Yeah. The beanbag guns and tear gas. So got, have you ever been hit with a beanbag gun? I got beanbag in the back of my right thigh. Yes. Huh. That, and I went home. And waterboarded. And, was it, was it waterboarded was in the Navy. Day, yeah. That's a whole different thing. That's Seer School is a whole other thing. Ah, uh, EOD. Yeah. So. Ah, yes. Those guys are something else. Those guys are something else. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, talk about it. it's it's a thing. Yes, I have pictures of of those protests. I still have those. It's really embarrassing. It really is. In a, a coffee table book? No, 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 no. They're just like they're just like saved like pictures I took with my phone. I just saved them from back then. All the dumb shit. Like, um, you can see like the progression. Wait, were you at Abu Ghraib? No. <laughs> no, I was not. I was not in the army. Yes. Um, it's on a floating dildo in the middle of nowhere. For a, for a while, yeah. Those are always fun. Wait, he was at Ibiza? No, actually. <laughs> 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 no, I've never been to a funny story. Bridge. We were supposed to go, but um, what the hell happened? 9-11 happened, and we, yeah. ended up, we ended up not doing that. Yeah, we were gonna. A bunch of us were gonna go when we graduated from one of our Navy schools, and we were either gonna go to Ibiza or some other party island. And then nine eleven happened. And we didn't do any of that. How many cases of monkeypox do you think are happening at Ibiza right now? Woo! Um, well, that's not monkeypox that they have going over there at Ibiza. That's just that's full blown AIDS. Okay, let's just let's be yeah, real about that's, that. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. Here. Let's be honest. That is that is the disease that you get when your body breaks down from having too much penis butt. Yeah, my mom was was really scared of the monkeypox stuff. We were all sitting downstairs, and she had the news on because she wanted it, and uh, she was terrified about Seriously? it. She was asking me what I knew, and I said, "Mom, it's it's literally for gay people. Don't don't worry about it's AIDS. <laughs> don't worry about it." She says, "Oh, okay, I don't do that." Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly. Me and your dad looks over the newspaper from across the room, like, "What's going on?" Yeah, he gives he gives the Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. <laughs> and then it goes back to the paper. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. But yeah, that's the thing. You can't you, you can't go into into too de- into too in depth with your mom as to yes, mom, it's just fake. It's not real. But just tell them yeah. it's for gays. You tell you, you tell your normie friends you're like like yeah, it's for it's for gays and we're not gay, so we're fine. Yeah, what were God we talking about? Move on. Uh, yeah, we have a lot more stuff. <laughs> We get monkeypox, Ibiza. It was because of Ibiza. You asked me if I had ever been to Ibiza. Well, you said somebody said floating dildo, and that was the first thing I thought of. Ah. Um, so, uh, 
lost shooter stuff in now content chat you know yeah let's not talk about the shooter anymore i don't think yeah, i don't know what's happening with it there's no bodies there's no anything maybe they'll send um big brain wayne down for the the coroner or the medical examiner from uh from newtown connecticut they'll send him down to go yeah. examine uh, the at medical that point have been doing have been doing his job for 33 years uh, yeah. yeah uh did you hear about what happened in alberta canada the train that went over? You want to do food stuff now? Yeah, might as well. 15, 14 minutes before the the break. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. some. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so in Alberta, Canada, a, was it 45 car train? 45 cars. 43. 43. I'm 43. sorry. 43. 43 cars. 43 cars full of rare and hard to find fertilizer. fertilizer. Yes. Hmm. So, carrying potash. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. the thing. Well, potash is a pain in the ass to get here. Um, but there's a company in the Middle East um, that basically founded the nation of Israel using potash. The Dead Sea uh, Fertilizer Company. I can't remember what it's called, but that's for a whole other episode. Um, yeah, forty-three. 43, oh yeah, then it's a tweet, right, train carrying fertilizer derailed, whatever. Uh, yeah, not well. a big, no big deal, like, yeah. That's just enough fertilizer to probably, um, to probably fertilize half of Canada's wheat. Somebody, somebody tweeted in response, coincidences do happen, people. I'm just thankful the engineer is somehow uninjured. Right. Well, the engineer managed to jump in and get himself free. I mean, how many how many things do they act? I mean, do engineers really have that much to do with the running the train anymore? Isn't most of it automated? Well, They're it's just, kind of like an airline pilot. You you still yeah. have stuff you got to do, but the bus pretty much does drive itself. You just have to be there to make sure it continues to drive itself properly. Hmm. hmm. And you do have to you know start stop all that. How much of this do you think they can go in and scoop up? Probably a lot. I mean, they can probably salvage a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's salt, really. Potash is just salt, basically. I'm I'm just wondering here because I'm looking at the tweet. I'm I'm playing the video kind of over and over that sound, and I'm just wondering, like, what the hell actually happened here? Like, just looking at all of these train cars, the way that they're bunched up. I mean, this thing is accordioned. Mm-hmm. What happened? It, I, Someone put a penny on the tracks. That's did, what happened. Right. They put a penny Johnny, is this, is this your old friends, like, laying on the train tracks? I mean, probably. It could be people from, yeah, it could <laughs> be the, 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 the crew from Berkeley in Oakland down there. Um, no, I don't know. One of the tweets says, the area is flat and straight, now turns, and now lanes need to be switched, so don't know how it even happened. So it's flat and straight. So it's kind of a weird, like it, this shouldn't have happened. Could a directed energy weapon have been, you know, pointed at the train and it just caused it to just accordion up? I I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, is there a, here's the thing. Somebody asked even, how does a train possibly derail that badly? Right. 
Um, seems highly suspicious, right in line with the processing plants burning down in the states. Somebody said, first most common cause, operator error. Second most common is bad maintenance. Until we rule those out, conspiracy theorists can take a walk. And somebody said, uh, CP and CN, I guess the train companies or the, the mm-hmm. you know train track, the railroad companies, sorry, uh, have a horrible track record of maintaining their tracks. Train derailment are surprisingly somewhat common with these companies. So, I mean, okay. Okay, so according to a Tyler Guthrie, um, ignorance of preventive maintenance by management means derailments like this happen five to eight times per month. It just never reaches the media because the cargo usually isn't important. Hmm. Hmm. Well, and he's... I mean, dude's posting pictures of what's I guess is supposed to be him in a train. I guess he has a railroad job. Who the that guy? Yeah, that Tyler Guthrie. Because everybody's everybody's calling BS on him. Right. But, right. I mean, I mean that would make sense though. I mean, if the if the cargo isn't usually important, no, it's not going to make it to the news. They don't want it to make it to the news. Unless it's something like this. What a weird account. I just went to his account and his last tweets are from like January 7th. Hmm. Hmm. They're all stuff be, about the Colts. About, I mean, it's this picture an AI could put together pretty quickly. Yeah, it's an AI, dude. This isn't, this is an AI. This 270 dead internet theory, dead internet theory, just bots talking yeah. to each other. This is literally just bots talking to each other. What, when do we get to call it dead internet fact? Like what needs to like, how many the law, different the instances? law of dead internet? Yeah, the law of um, well, look if gravity is still a theory. Yeah, get, but that came out of the freaking Kabbalah or get the Talmud, right? Get in so, line. So, like, um, I'm talking like, do the, do these social media companies need to come out and fully admit? Oh, eighty percent of the interaction on our social media site is literally uh, AI. Then could we say law of dead internet or, you know? Well, I mean, we're starting to see, so not to get like too off track here, but we're starting to see with the Twitter thing, I don't really know what to make of the whole play here, but uh, apparently they've been lying to the SEC for years about the bot population of Twitter. Mm-hmm. And well, that was, Musk has publicly called them out and said that he will derail the sale. He will back out. Yeah, that's the whole uh, thing with the, with the Musk and the Twitter thing is that Twitter claimed that their bot population was 5% or lower. And Elon's like, yeah, no, we're going to have to see well, the some, actual some paperwork. Some we're saying it could be as high as 30, 40%. They don't know. Well, they said they, they said it could, no, the, publicly they said it could, or whoever it was said it could be as high as 30. I don't think they said 40. I think that's what we said. Like, it's likely. Uh, yeah, other outlets. Right, yeah, it's Twitter likely. Said was, yeah, it, it's likely 40% bots or more. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, like we said, that one guy who, who lost like 50,000, 40, 49,100 followers in one night, right? When all the bots right. went away, and he even like owned up to having talked, having had conversations with some things that turned out to be bots. And that's the thing; these things are so good. At this point, you don't know. You don't know you're not talking to a bot. You don't. Yeah. You don't I mean, know that. These you know? these AIs are able to put together 
you know, <laughs> punctuation. They're able to act like people online. They're able to misspell, to mess up, quote, mm-hmm. mess up capitalization, yep. put in uh, the ellipse, you know, the three dots. They can the, do all of this and, and mimic a real person. It's not that hard. The right. Tor- as, I, as I said, I was talking to that one guy who does this for a living, and he just he just admitted how spooky it was, and now he wants to go into another line of work because of how spooky it is. Oh, yeah, you were telling me about that guy. That was pretty, He's like, yeah, fuck this. If I run into that guy again, I'm going to get a hold of his number for sure, and maybe we can get him to come on for a campfire. That would be cool. That'd be cool. He seemed, yeah, he seemed like he'd be a really cool guy. Um, so with whole, this whole thing, I mean, like the touring test exists for a reason, you guys. You know, this is what the Turing test has been prepping for, like to so that bots could argue with each other about the shape of the earth on Twitter. Yeah. Mass shooter Turing test. Mass shooter um, Turing test. There you go. The possible show title. Mass shooter Turing test. Possible show go. title. Um, Racco, yet another great comment. Thank you very much, Racco, for throwing these comments in the chat. We appreciate your your activity on the uh, pilled chat here. Uh, Canada is the world's largest potash producer and exporter. The bulk of the country's potash industry is located in Saskatchewan. So, hmm. I wonder where this train was. I don't think I've seen anywhere where this train was traveling through at the time. Oh, well, it's Alberta, but I don't know specifically. I just love the word Saskatchewan. It's pretty great. Yeah, and people from Saskatchewan are Saskatchewanese. No, for no. real? Saskatchewanian. They're, they're Saskatchewanians. Yeah. I used to say that people from Iowa are Iwegian. I, I just call my mom's family maniacs. Maniacs. They, See, they, that fits. Well, they say Maynards. We're Maynards. No, you're fucking maniacs. Shut up. They're, no, you know you're what? All, you're, they're all lead singers of Tool. <laughs> what? Maynard. Huh. No, M A I N A R D main or yeah. It's another. That's the joke. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. I, I know, like, but like, how, no. of all the people, I'd have to explain that to. I got it, but I was like, <laughs> no. That's I mean, the... really? Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh my god. So, uh, oh, we got a few more people in the chat. Thank you for joining us. Better late than never, everybody. Thank you, Belt Loops, Woke Societies. Good to see you. Arya Grognak, thank you for joining us, Jesse. Nice. And then over on Odyssey, we've got Kick Chef and Hadrian was right and Hadrian was gay. But uh, he was right, but he was also gay. Um, he built a long lasting wall. Yeah. That's like, that's the. That wall lasts. One of those things where, like, the only thing I know to associate with the word Hadrian is one other word, and that word is wall. Um,. But I did not... The, the literal definition of a mighty faggot. Right. Right. <laughs> did not know. Bundle of sticks. Hadrian bundle was of also sticks. a bundle of sticks. Yes, yes, yes. Like not the fascist fascist. bundle of sticks. No, the other type oh, of bundle no? of sticks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no? Oh, okay. All right. It was the faggot type. No, um, turned turned his gay boy lover into a, de- into a uh, demigod after he died. Right, right. So. Anyway... Imagine. Interesting yeah, people. I those, those. I didn't have that in the prep. No, no, but I just saw another Hadrian name in the chat, and it just triggered my tism there for a second. Okay, we uh we got Rowdy Dude. We got Saxon Rockwell is here as usual. What's up, man? 
All right. Luther and Slug Knight over on Pill. Thank you guys. Um, before we hit the break, thank you guys so much for donations as well. Um, on all three platforms, uh, you can always donate during our break and even after our show too. Um, yeah, you can donate at any time using any of those those means. Um, high, high Pansy Nelosi. Oh my gosh, what a name! Pansy Nelosi. Oh boy, Oof. Pansy Nelosi. Yeah, I know that's nice. yeah, it's like one of those Nate Higgers types names, but yeah, um, yeah. it's yeah, they're funny. You got a lot of them around here. Are we going to go to break? We're going to go to break. Dogbot, actually, dude, that song that you picked for this week, I, I liked it a lot. Is that uh, a new band that you found, or what is that? Um, my friend Kaiju Bushi turned me on to this band. They're called Sanhet, and uh, the song is called uh, Victorian Enemy. Cool. It's a very cool song. and we... It's a really good band. I, I don't think they have a single bad album. They're, they're like... On each album, there may be a couple songs I consider kind of eh, but like all the albums are really good. How many albums cool. do they have? I think like five albums. Oh wow! Oh cool. Uh, or like out. more like like four albums in a EP sort of thing. Okay. Well, cool. Something new to check out. Yes, and we are going to listen to this, and we'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. Uh, we're all here going through the news. Uh, we actually have we have actual news because you know the shooters are like fake and gay news. Um, there's a big happening happening over in Davos, over in our favorite place, over in Switzerland. The World Economic Forum is having their big um, forum, I guess. <laughs> They're having their big, their big annual meeting. And um, we have, where is it, their agenda. Oh, here we go with the gunt guarding again. But what the hell even is that? What is well, gunt guarding? John, you and I had a whole conversation about this, and I still don't understand. Well, I, I know what the smush word gunt is. We, we all know, know what, what the smush word gunt I, is. I, 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 have, I have said many times that the dirtiest word, if you're going by the dirtiest four-letter word in the English language, is gunt. Okay. Right? All right, then. Okay. Uh, uh, anyway. So... Why you would guard it? Is okay, beyond me. No, so you're doing a you're doing a bit. I know, but um, okay. no. Apparently, and the only reason I know this is because somebody told me. But um, I think there's an an e celebrity minor niche e celebrity that hosts shows and does does stuff and that people like or don't like or whatever, and they call him the gunt or he has a gunt or whatever. And gunt guarding, so I believe, it was, yeah, is protecting this guy. So, like, covering for him would be. So, when the when when um whoever the fuck so said that that uh it's slang. It's I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but it's slang based on a niche micro e celebrity. It's 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 a slang familiar with. You'd have to be familiar with in order to understand. Yes. The slang. Yes, to even understand what was being said about us, you'd have to know this little weird piece of niche internet stuff. So you'd have yeah, to be to an a lot of internet lore. You'd have to be an extremely online uh, spurg who doesn't actually touch grass to know this kind of stuff. Yeah, you would have to know some deep racist internet lore. Sure, well, it doesn't even have to be racist. Doesn't even have to be racist. Not even racist. No, I don't think I don't think the guy that they're talking about there is even is even a racist. I think he's like not. I think it's one of his things. Anyway, I don't care. But that's the, okay. So apparently that's that. Okay, so um, we have the World Economic Forum's agenda pulled up. The global agenda. Is it about baby formula? No, 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 no. That's a different story. Yeah, one of the very first things, the first article. We can't create shared value without data. Well, everything is data now. Now, data. We are in a data age. We are in the data age now. the The most construction going on in in the United States are data sites. They're uh, Google, Amazon, Facebook, uh, collection data collection sites, and they are huge server farms. And I'm talking when I talk huge, I'm talking like three football fields long, two stories high, and you know, a uh, hundred feet across. These things are huge and they store data for Google or Facebook or Amazon or whatever. And the data is, is the new bubble. The new, um, the new commodity is data. And, you know, of course the world economic forum is all, all over that. 
Well, yeah. A um, couple of the points here when you actually go into that article. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love the cover photo that they have here. Oh, yeah. Well, the, the third worlders. But what it's about. It's is, even the Burger King's uh, kid, Kids Club of the third world because you got a handicapped one. <laughs> you got like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they're all right. brown, but they're still doing the bit. Right. Uh, well, and that, that's what plays into this here. It says there remains a disconnect between the pursuit of profit and the realization of shared values that benefit society at large. Mm. Bringing data into the shared value construct means others can benefit from its power and not just for profit entities. So what they're going for here, and you all can look this up. It's on weforum.org. Um, go to their agenda. You can look it up or read it all for yourself. We're not trying to go through every single one of these things. But essentially what they're looking for is data communism so that they can better provide services that serve brown people. Yeah. That bring more brown people in, that push white folks out, um, and of course take white folks' information and use it, put them on list, do whatever they want to do, ethnic replacement, anything that they want. Yes, ethnic replacement, white genocide, whatever you want to call it. They need more data to do it. Right, and that's what all these these companies are doing. And I've and I've been involved in several of these projects. I was on one of the biggest Google jobs um, when when I made Google personally made Google change their entire hiring process. Remember that? Yes, to include things that you had done in the last ten years. No, no, to, in, to their hiring process would include Googling people they hire. Oh well, yeah, there was. Well, no, they have to look. It's very serious. All right, they have to make sure that the ADL, the SPLC, have not you know railed against anybody. No, no, no. What I'm saying is like they didn't do that up until I got there, and they're like, How, "This guy got through and five security clearances and blah 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 blah." And camera. We thought pa- this guy was gay. Right. right. We thought he was a perfect fit. Turns out he we was. Thought he was bringing us some monkeypox. Right. Turns out he was. He was worse than that. He might be racist. <laughs> Oh yeah, Racco, uh Noah Noah Harari's Homo Deus and what he's been talking about recently as far as data goes, yeah. It it is frightening is a is is an understatement. Yes, nose Ferratju. Yes. Yes, nose Ferratju. Yes. A lot of people look like they've just discovered him. I guess he's been in the spotlight more than ever recently. I, I think guess we've been we've disturbing conversation with someone, a normie who is reading his book Sapiens, and I, I tried to discuss the uh I tried to discuss the transhumanism subject with him and it just completely it completely went over his head. I was like, that doesn't sound like living hell to have your consciousness uploaded into a computer for people to fuck with for Eternity. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is like, well, you would be dead, so you wouldn't care, right? And I'm like, oh, no. man, I need to just. No, you I wouldn't need to even be dead. That's the point. I, I, you wouldn't be dead. Your consciousness would still. Consciousness is what separates you from death. I, I, yeah, I, you, look, man, you will seek death, but death will flee from you. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. That, that is. <laughs> okay. Scrolling down, the very next one yes. is why LGBTQ representation should be a priority for business and media. Well, it already is. Uh, it is, but it's not enough. Mm-hmm. They need and to then put it in Lord of the Rings TV shows. The next two, the next two are uh, big fallacy in the backlash against ESG or social credit scores, and the stakeholder capitalism. Uh, and then oh. they throw in 
Europe can replace its lost Russian energy supply with this surprising partner. Guess who the surprising partner is? Uh, Ukraine. Who is this? Ah, yeah, of course it is. Mm-hmm. See, it's it's misleading. They they keep Ukraine out of here, but then uh, have a pipeline go into Germany. Right. Picture. Well, that's the yeah, yeah the the German pipeline just needs to shift directions and go down to Ukraine. Um, yep. Well, yeah, they've been saying. I think we talked about it what a week ago, two weeks ago, that you know Germany was going to start firing up all of its old. Uh, coal and gas production facilities again. Yeah, because they can't they can't get energy from Russia anymore because uh, sanctions. Well, it's at, well, it's the sanctions, and it's not even that they can't get it either. It's the it's just even the threat of not being able to get coal or something. Yeah. Um, well, there's that too. Now this, well, all of this, this is, is posturing and threats at, for the most part, unless you're in like Maripol or whatever it's yeah. called. Well, then, then you're just getting married. It's a great time over there in Mario Pool. Man. It's, I, it's, I always it's found out party. that Yoshiberg was better. <laughs> so what were we talking about again? Um, the WEF. Yeah. The, WEF, um, the World Economic Forum, right. Nosferatu right. and Klaus Schwab. Now, this one is interesting, Johnny, the one that you mentioned before uh the big mm-hmm. fallacy in the backlash against esg and stakeholder capitalism mm-hmm. man and what i want to say i want to see if i can just find what that fallacy is um ah okay so one group of critics focuses on the inconsistent implementation of these frameworks and a second group challenged the very premise of esg investing in stakeholder capitalism mm. so Others say that any stakeholder-shareholder dilemmas and trade-offs will inevitably be resolved in shareholders' favor. So what's the point? So mm. basically what they're trying to say, yeah, everybody can go through and read this if you want. But what they're trying to say is it's totally not going to end up in the hands of the elite. Don't worry about it, guy. Right. I mean, but it is, but that's okay. Pressing, pressing X, sir. Yeah, exactly. Massive X. Yeah. Right. Um, real quick, good point while we're... Uh, talking about this uh, guy from V and we will discuss the badges here in a minute uh, the 28th Mars and Jupiter in conjunction WDF meeting end party and the waning crescent moon that night aka the devil's horns moon oh nice nice interesting excellent the- planning around the phases of the moon totally I- coincidental I mean, Mars and Jupiter all... conjunction is the prime time for a victory in war rite or ritual. I mean, this is all great and everything, but what does it have to do with Jewish power? Um, I mean, the Noah dude, Noah Harari's a Jew, Klaus Schwab's a Jew, uh, Henry Kissinger's a Jew. But look, Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci, they aren't Jews. They're just goys. Well, just nothing's getting guys. past that gunt tonight. Nah, dude, we are guarding the shit out of some Zionism, fellas. <laughs> that gunt is being guarded right now. This is being like, man, I, I, I need my, what kind of badge would you have for gunt guarding? Would it be anything like the badges these guys have? At the no, WBF? it would not have, it would not have like kudu with seven foot horns. All, All right, right, I'm going to bring them up. Bring them up. Nice Segu. Drive. Dog Very nice Dogbot. Yes. So, yeah, uh, so we look at the one that's actually on the guy's shoulder. So you can see everybody's seen this picture or should have by now. 
but this is actually on a guy's uniform. Mm -hmm. Now, these are the World Economic Forum police badges or shoulder shoulder uh, emblems insignia. But they've had police since what 2009? Uh, maybe. I, I've yeah. seen I've seen I pictures. Know, if you want to look that up, I've seen pictures with guys with like uh, as far back as 2009. That's what I've seen. Okay, if I was one of those badge collector uh, tactical I, guyers, mm-hmm. I. I, I'm not gonna lie. This would be an interesting badge to have in the collection. Oh, for sure, yeah. dude. Oh yeah. I like uh, the 2008 uh, like, Donnie is the earliest I see. Okay. Do you have the Do you have the K9, the WEF K9 uh, cop one? Uh, I do not. Uh, uh, let me see what? if it's in the the mass of. No, it's not here on the board. No, that one is kind of cool looking. It's It's in my channel. Hold on. That's that really cool. cool. That's yeah. All their all their emblems are fairly cool, uh, but they do, you know, you've got the six 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 in there, you've got the Baphomet horns in there, you've got an the as above crystals. so below. The crystals are interesting. The crystals are interesting because yeah. it looks like I, 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 what that what that looks like is um, the crystals that you mined in StarCraft, the original. Yeah, dude. <laughs> hey yes. Reinhardt, uh, I I put in the content chat. Right. When yeah, I played when I played Vidya, it was StarCraft and the I love StarCraft, one. dude. I was badass yeah. at StarCraft. The, the, I always played the aliens. The Zerg? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you uh, be humans? That's boring. That does Well, that, I mean, yeah. uh, the humans was like if you're going on hard mode, but I mm-hmm. like I knew this one guy that had this one trick with the the elf aliens, whatever those were called. The what were the high like? They were like high elves. Yeah, I don't remember that. I can't remember, time. but I played as those. I, okay, I played so, Starcraft in years. Mm-hmm. So he had this one. He had this one thing where he would build it up so quickly to where he'd had the like invisible ships that would just come and destroy all your shit. Yes, and it was, and like it was all like it was almost impossible to get to him before he had that set up. Um. So real quick, Jimmy the Lip. Uh. So. They're similar, I guess, to you could say United Nations, but they are they are classified as a police force, right? So if you if you look at this picture, I'm pulling back up. Uh, a lot of them are police air support. Um, and you see World Economic Forum police here. So they clearly are marketing themselves as police, not security. They seem to be like a, a PMC, right? A private military corporation. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what they are, right? Right. WEF is a private. Uh, what would you call it? Not for not for profit. I don't know. They're a, know. they're not they're an NGO. I mean they're they're, they're a NGO. huge yeah. NGO. Yeah, they're the, probably yeah, the so largest. They they're well, they're up there. They're up there. Club of Rome, um, Bilderberg's uh, Council yeah. on Foreign Relations. What's the one? Um, Royal Institute of International Affairs in in England. Right. So it's the same. Well, yeah. It, it, it's but the thing is, is these are the people. The World Economic Forum is like publicly talking about what's going to happen you know, 20, 30, 40 years down the road. And then the, um, the council on foreign relations, uh, you know, the, the club of Rome comes up with this stuff. The, the world economic forum does all the stuff on TV and then right. the council on foreign relations. Yeah. The, the council on foreign relations implements it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually that's a good segue. Do you want to play the uh, clip of Klaus Schwab talking? Yeah. 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 Done the but, content chat here. Yeah. Let me get that. And your internet's great tonight. Yes. So we'll actually hear it. Don't, don't 
And that, wow. Dude, way the, to jinx it. Yeah, way to jinx it, Reinhardt. But, dude, the World Economic Forum canine. But I want one of those, actually. That's dope. That's that's pretty yeah. sweet. I would rock that on I a am... T-shirt. I would rock that on a T-shirt. <laughs> now, which Schwab, uh, which one do we have? I know we there, – because there's, well, there's several that were, were taken from today because today's a big it's, deal. It's in the content chat. It's on the Great Reset Times channel. It's near the bottom. It's about a minute, minute ten. Uh, it's Clash Schwab's opening statements. Oh, there it is. It's the blue screen. Okay. Yes. Ah. All right. Here we go. Let's also be clear. The future is not just happening. The future is built by us, by a powerful community as you here in this room. We have the means to improve the states of the world. But two conditions are necessary. The first one is that we act all as stakeholders of larger communities, that we serve not our only self-interests, but we serve the community. That's what we call stakeholder responsibility. And second, that we collaborate. And this is the reason why you find many opportunities here during the meeting to engage into very action and impact-oriented initiatives to make progress related to specific issues on the global agenda. There you go. Man, I cannot get over that fake friggin' accent. Oh my god. Yes. That Bond villain accent. <sighs> so I mean, what did he actually cartoon say? Cartoon villains, man. Yeah. They, they put they put these cartoon villains out there. The the crappy thing is, is they actually wield influence. Well, they do because every time a policymaker, a president, a prime minister, uh, a head of something, is signing policy, standing over him smiling is Klaus Schwab. Klaus yes. Schwab has overseen more signings of more policies in the past. 50 years probably than any other person. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing is our, you know, our detractors and people who, you know, are conditioned and want others to stay in a certain graduated animal farm would have you believe that these people wield no real political power, that their money, their connections, uh, they are not put in place for any sort of reason. They, uh, they collaborate on things. Sure. But all they do is talk, right? All they do is plan and talk, but they can't dictate policy, even though half the time these guys really are standing over European and American leaders. Right. But again, and again, at the end of the day, there are there is stuff above all this. You know, and do, do we have the Soros one? The, the Soros clip? That's that probably one an easy one pretty. to find. Let me find that. That right one, one was that one was pretty crazy. Was that? Yeah, that. Is that on the our, one is, about the one about I know, closed and open societies? Yeah, I know the I know the the quote. I just don't know if that was that on our was that on the channel. Where was that? It would be nice to get there Scott it is. Howard back on there it after is. the World Economic Forum stuff and yes, he's been keeping up with it. That's a good one. If okay, I got the bought it yet. 
What? If anybody hasn't bought it yet, buy Scott Howard's book, The Open Society Playbook on Antelope Hill Publishing. Yes. If you're if you really want to know the chain of command and how everything goes with this stuff and these people. Might as well uh, pick up his book, The Transgender Industrial Complex, while you're at it. Yes. Also also go read Fritz Springmeyer's Bloodlines of the Illuminati. Just just mix the two. <laughs> you can well like I like I've always said with Scott's books, you can take both books and like shuffle them together and make like one big book and it, it goes together like that because the transgender agenda and the World Economic Forum Open Society agenda are the same agenda. Boy, if they did that, that'd be like buying a one volume copy of the Lord of the Rings. Cantaloupe Hill released that. Oh man. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah, let's play Fair the enough. Soros clip. I got it. Everybody listen. The invasion of Ukraine didn't come out of the blue. The world has been increasingly engaged in a struggle between two systems of governance that are diametrically opposed to each other, open society and closed society. Let me define the difference as simply as I can. In an open society, the rule of the, of, of the state is to protect the freedom of the individual. In a closed society, the role of the individual is to serve the rulers of the state. Other issues concerning all of humanity, fighting pandemics and climate change, avoiding nuclear war, maintaining global institutions, have had to take a backseat to that struggle. That's why I say our civilization may not survive. Oh, well, there you go. Good old Uncle George. You want me to read what it actually says? Oh, yeah, I, we needed a translator okay. for that whole thing. The, I, I, let me, I'll read what he said. The invasion of Ukraine didn't come out of the blue. The world has been increasingly engaged in the struggle between two systems of governance that are diametrically opposed to each other, global society and closed society. In an open society, or global society, the role of the state is to protect the freedom of the individual. In a closed society, the role of the individual is to serve the rulers of the state. Other issues concerning all of humanity, fighting pandemics and climate change, avoiding nuclear war, maintaining global institutions, have had to take us to the back seat of the struggle. This is why I say our civilization may not survive. So, the open society, if, if we don't fully open up our society, civilization may not survive. Gotcha. Yeah, this, make no mistake, this is couched in lofty language mm -hmm. and a come together type message but this is a threat is what it is i don't i don't see how anybody can look at this and see anything different no it's when these people start talking about things like our civilization 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 may not survive he means it yeah I mean, they're not they're not telling you that it could happen they're telling you it's going to happen but our civilization as it is uh, will not survive, and 
you know, many of us would say, well, that's probably a good thing, but not in the way that you think is a good. <laughs> We're not talking cool meme memetic uh, balkanization here. This is destruction. This is deception. I mean, they're all the open... saying we're trying to bring about the end of the age through the open society playbook. Mm. Right, but on a on on a uh, exoteric level, the open society playbook is is turning everything into one uh, boring strip mall across the entire world. One boring gay homosexual brown strip mall across the entire world. That's that's what they want to do. Yep, full yeah, of corn and syrup would, and uh, seed oil. That, yeah. that with with no with with absolutely no identity between nations. They'll let some of the, they'll let the nations like exist, but it'll just be uh, it'll it'll just be tourist sites for, yeah, for the just elite. Be, they'll just be well manicured tourist destinations, uh, puppet states mm -hmm. is what right. they'll be. Um, and that's the the open society, you know, gay strip mall is just one step towards what they're trying to accomplish. I mean, that that's the insane thing is that it's it's a massive step uh, that's been taken gradually over. I mean, I guess what the last couple of centuries, but it is it is only a step. There's more beyond that, and that's what should be. If anything should be terrifying, even for a moment, uh, that should be terrifying. Yes. <laughs> Why did I really just kill the conversation that much? No, it's just that's that's what's going on. <laughs> so, damn it. But really cool patches, though, guys. Mm -hmm. Bang up job. Really cool hey, patches. Hey, man, Devil's Horns Moon. <laughs> I want the canine patch. Will somebody order that one for me, please? I wouldn't know where you'd get it, but if you could get, yeah, if you could get a couple of those, I'm, I'm down. Yeah, if somebody, if somebody listening to this can get us some of those patches and send them to the PO box. Uh, what's the PO box again, Johnny? The PO box is. Oh man, I gotta look that up. I know the number. It's mm. three zero three six. PO Box 3036, Kingsport, Tennessee, uh, 37073, I believe. I gotta, that's what I got to look up. I, I don't remember what that is. It will It will also be in the show notes. It is every yeah, week. It's so, always uh, in the, it's you, always in the show notes. That was my punchline. It was, it's in the show notes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> also, Grog, not good point. Other people brought it up, too. The Rams did play the Super Bowl this year. We are seeing a lot of Ram and blue and yellow. Yeah. I mean, this year. That is that is for sure. That is for sure. Yes, it it is in the show notes. Okay, fine. Um, yes. Blue and yellow has been big. I mean, the Ukraine thing is blue and yellow. Big time. Yellow. I'm I'm really surprised because this one is blue and orange. I'm, I'm really surprised they, they didn't try and go for Rams colors instead of, uh, what is this, Auburn? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, Pansy Nelosi, you have to shoot someone's dog during a raid to get a patch. Ah. That's the that's the canine. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Every 10 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the, yeah. these aren't ATF patches, so it's, it, you know. That's the World Economic Forum. Okay, fine. They'll starve your dog. 
They'll make you eat your dog. How about that? Have you seen the ATF patch that that's a uh, that's like a sidearm, like up against the head of a Chihuahua? No. The what? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again. It's it, it's like a silhouette of a sidearm uh, against the head of a Chihuahua. A silhouette head of a Chihuahua. Oh, okay. All right. I'm gonna play intern and go look this up. Is that is that real? Are you doing a bit? No, I, I don't know what he's doing right now. Um, See, you do it so often anymore. It's like somebody who lies all the time. I, oh, when, when you're telling wow. the truth, or you do it when you're doing a bit. Man, I'm not saying you're lying, but I don't know the difference anymore. It's called a joke, but you went there. That's all right. Dang, I was really about to go intern that. I should have just—I should have just let you do it. You should have. You might have actually should've. found one. You never know. I mean, they're—they're they're pretty sick puppies over there, and that's I'm a su- pun. I'm surprised they don't have patches for like the Waco raid. I mean, no, they just all got like appointed to high-level positions. That's true. You—you you have to wear the American flag pin. We got some other stuff to talk about, don't we? Yes, we, we do. do. One I was really excited about, too. Yes. Very excited. The GIF factory. About the GIF. Dude, the food thing, man. Don't fuck with my peanut butter. No, um, that's full of seed oil, you guys. That GIF peanut butter is bad for you. See, I thought I thought it was a facility where they made uh, GIFs for the internet. No, they make GIF peanut butter because it's spelled with a J, and that's why it's called GIF. Anyhow. Um, the, I don't know if that's just, if that's just some sort of, uh, flex or something. I mean, but like apparently in the Louisville, Kentucky GIF factory, there was a salmonella outbreak or something was touched that was, had salmonella on or something. I don't know. So can you get salmonella from posting GIFs on the internet? No, but you can get cancer. Oh no. Or have a seizure if you're, um. What was it that Jew Goldstein? Who was he sending it to? What was that? I what? think that's. I think that's only if you overuse like black ones. You right. Get sickle cell. <laughs> what was? <laughs> you get sickle cell. <laughs> who was the? Who was the guy that that sued the dude that was Jew Goldstein for the the? You deserve a seizure, gif. Peter no. Pan. No, he was a um. That's a different the, peanut butter. He was a he was a journalist, and he ended up having like like lolly porn up on one of his tabs, like Alex Jones style. Remember that? Oh, uh, Mark Dice. No, it wasn't Mark Dice. It's some. Well, it was Kurt, Kurt Eichenwald was yes the, was the, was, the, thank the you. journalist. He was, was the one that was busted uh, with having a tab open for hentai, and yes. then he tried to explain that away by saying he's showing anime octopus dick porn to his kids to as a warning right not look at that right that's the biggest it was kurt eichenwald thank you i couldn't remember his name that was he's also the same guy that went on tucker carlson's show and he had a like a manila folder with the label tucker's lies on it or something like that (laughs) yeah he had them all printed out he had he had paper means the pedo hunters bingo card it it was a great it was a great bit like yeah I, I was like, man, this is a fantastic bit. He he brought a prop. Like, he brought a fucking prop. 
You know, I'm not the, usually the big the on prop comedy. I'm not a I'm not a fan of Carrot Top. You know, I'm not big on prop comedy, but uh, that was that was good. So Man. what happened here with this GIF? So apparently, I don't know, but it it seems to be in line with a lot of this uh, food destruction. Um, food delivery interruptions, uh, supply chain disturbances, um, explosions, random, massive fertilizer train cars—you know, massive amounts of fertilizer train train cars full of fertilizer crashing. Those trains move so damn slow, too. How the hell did that get that fucked up? I don't. Bad track maintenance, apparently. apparently. I'm going to hit Rhino up about that. Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. There's, look, man, if you want to really be blackpilled about, about something, go to, go to the uh, Ice Age Farmer channel on Telegram or check out his website, IceAgeFarmer.com, I believe. And you'll see story after story after story of farmers burning crops, diseases, avian flus, pig flus, swine flus. I mean, we could fill our prep chat. We could do a two-hour episode on just the food stuff that's happening. Um, The Economist did, you know, their latest issue has uh, a grouping of wheat berries. And if you look at it up close, they're made of skulls. And the headline is like, you know, the coming food crisis. So, yeah. I said Farmer even made a map, an interactive map Mm. of all these places that have been burned, chickens been murdered, everything. And that was, he hadn't even, at, at the point that he pushed it out like a month ago, he hadn't even updated it for 2022. He was still missing like 30 places. Right, and the 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 cope is oh, America has thirty six thousand food manufacturing facilities. Four or five of them going away isn't going to hurt you, fatty. Settle down. I mean, it's kind of like the same thing they said when they were burning down the churches and stuff in in Europe. They're like, it's exactly oh, there's churches all over Europe. Who cares if some of these giant cathedrals are burning down? Yeah, no big deal. It's literally the exact argument. Yeah, well, it's same with <laughs> same with Canada. The church the church burnings in response to all the fake mass graves that were found. And, you know, you never hear anything about it again. Right, right. No, and, and and to the chat, no, Skippy is not the best peanut butter. That's insane. Yeah, no, the best peanut butter is somewhere where you can find somebody that makes actual local peanut butter. Right, but if you can't, then Jif. Chunky is the best peanut butter. Jif extra crunchy. Yeah, Jif extra yeah, crunchy. I don't like I don't like crunchy, man. No. It's, no. Well, not a fan. Jif extra crunchy and a pink lady apple. Oh. And and locally sourced honey. Yes. Locally sourced honey, yes. We have hold, hold the, up. where are you getting local peanut butter? I'm you're not getting you local Well, you can get local peanut butter. You get peanut butter made like uh Fresh Market is a chain that's the national chain that does their own peanut butter in store. So I don't know how local the peanuts are, but like it's made right there. Well, like, yeah. Like $20 a jar. No, it's a little more than like your average. It like, you know, you go to that one aisle where it's like all kinds of other butters, hazelnut butter. It's like $42 for a, a, a pint. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Walnut butter, which is cool. It's, it's all not like that expensive. No, it's not, but it's, it's $8, but whatever. Um, 
it's you know it's it's in line with your higher priced uh, almond butters or whatever. It's but it's made right there, right there, right then. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. But the local honey thing is actually quite important because if you eat local honey, you will naturally build immunities and defenses to local pollens and um, allergens because bees and you're supporting lo- supporting local bees right and you're supporting local bees which is huge you got to support the bees nobody supports the bees anymore dude the other day i saw a wasp pollinating a flower and i i was going to kill it and it went to pollinate a flower i don't know if he saw me going to kill him and he's like i better fake pollinate this flower so this fucker doesn't hit me <laughs> like i don't know i let him live i, I let him live but like he it looked like he pollinated a flower i was like look we take the, whatever pollinators we can get around here that's that's gonna come back to sting you in the ass. Probably not. Yeah, probably. Oh, come on, come Put on. Wasps are douches. Man. Wasps are Jerks. assholes. Yes, they are assholes. Uh, yellow jackets are worse. From a wasp. Yep. Yellow jackets are the worst. Yellow jackets they, they are the worst. Exist solely to bite people. Yellow jackets. No, no. If you don't mess with wasps or hornets, they don't just come and sting you. If you're mowing your yard and they have just so happened to build themselves a nest in your yard, you're fucked. Yeah. Okay. In your yard. Yeah. But like if it's hanging up someplace, they're not just going to mess with you. Well, it depends on where they're hanging up. You're hanging up on my porch. I'm going to have to mess with you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you're right outside my back porch door, yeah. I'm going to Oh, no. Our back, we have a what used to be a screened-in porch, and they took out like the walls and the screen and stuff, so it's just a big patio, covered patio. And the roofing is that cheap Luan board. It's starting to fall down in a couple spots. I have to fix it. Where it's okay, falling okay, down. I got I to I stop this right now. Washington Carver did not invent peanut butter. Okay? Stop. Stop with that. Okay. That's as real as Helen Keller. Yes. Yeah, they had to give them something. They're yes. like, uh, stoplights. That's peanut the butter. Only they can have stoplights too. I'm fine. They Everybody run them all the time. Everybody likes peanut butter. So if we say they made peanut butter, then like they'll be like, well, they made peanut butter. Yeah, but they also made jazz. So there you go. Okay. Um. Anyways, I had to go wasp hunting the other day. Basically, is what I had to yeah. going to say. Yeah. I've had to do it a few times. Well, we have, yeah, we have that area where it's the inside of an old porch roof, and there was like I'm picturing I'm picturing you in full body armor with a welder mask on. Uh uh-uh. uh no, but uh, safety safety glasses and a hat on backwards, and a and a, <laughs> a respirator because I was spraying bug spray. And your yeah, I'm that is, forkli- that is- your I'm forklift certified shirt on. This I mean, peak I male form. Okay, you may I, not like it. I am forklift certified, dude. I'm an IBEW electrician. I'm certified in all but kinds of shit. Did you have to get a triple XL? I'm forklift certified. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a nice He's snug medium. A triple XL. I'm a. He's I'm got a nice. Sleeves cut off at least. I, yeah, the sleeves are cut off, but it's a, the, the sleeves are pulled all the way down to his waist. Oh, the big holes that go all the way. Yeah. And on the back it says, "Big dog gotta eat." <laughs> I see some guys wear that stuff at work still. I don't. I'm just a plain Carhartt T-shirt kind of guy. He, he wears he wears Crocs when he does it. What? I don't own a pair of Crocs. Wasp hunting. I don't own a pair of Crocs. I have Tevas. Mm. Yeah. Do you have white New Balances? No. no. I got slides. I got Under Armour slides. I have a Those pair of comfy. I, I have a pair of Nike those. slides. Yeah. yeah, I have a pair of Nike slides. Yeah. Those are dad. That, that's dad gear right there. Um, yeah. like, 
Or yeah, that's all right. the gym first thing in the morning, and you don't want to put your shoes on slides. Yeah, but I mean, like into my gym with slides on, you got to put, you got to have covered toes. Yeah, I see. Well, you see, I you see. Go in, you change shoes. Yeah, you go in with socks. You see, I see like the Mexicans wearing it with socks a lot in California. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you wear slides with socks? Well, that's because you're in public. Are meant for what? You wear you wear them with socks when you're going to uh, play sports. You know, you put your cleats on. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wear slides so that you can just take them off real quick. Throw your cleats on, take them off. Right. Put the slides on and go. Right. No, I gotta let my feet breathe. You know. No, I understand the what you're gotta, doing. The, what you're doing. You know, you know. We, you know we I understand what you're doing with them, right? but what they were designed for <laughs> was the in-between shoe. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, no, I was wearing sneakers when I was fighting the wasps. There you go. Yeah. You know, All right. With the big dog shirts. Can we, can we talk about China? Yeah, China. Let's talk about the 630-foot sinkhole in China. So, which was basically the, the plot to uh, Ice Age 3, Dawn of the Dinosaurs. A giant sinkhole was revealed, and there was a forest. Massive ancient forest world opened up. And yeah, it's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, where this happened was, uh, Southwest China that kind of borders Vietnam. And this area is pretty well known, especially over the border in Vietnam, uh, very well known for sinkholes and Mm -hmm. Vietnam. They actually have the largest, uh, sinkhole cave system that was discovered and has its own completing ecosystem. But this one is new in the area. Um, yeah, 630 feet. Wow. Like and picture. a forest, like yeah. a forest, an old primeval forest with trees that probably there's probably stuff that doesn't exist up topside anymore. And who knows what kind of uh, fauna is in there? Well, yeah, that's the thing in, in like the Vietnamese sinkholes. They found species of animals that only exist there um, and, and possibly others. So so this is a pretty recent discovery, or at least they just put it out. So we don't even know what could be down there in this Chinese one. Right. Um, now, I think it was. Oh, no, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to ask a question when you were done. Um, so one of the, let's see, what's his name? Yeah, George Venney, uh, the National Cave and Karst Research Institute in the U.S., um, says he's not affiliated with this expedition, but he did say because of local differences in geology, climate, and other factors, the way Karst, which is a sinkhole like this, appears at the surface can be dramatically different. So in China, you have this incredibly visual, visually spectacular Karst with enormous sinkholes, giant cave entrances. Um, you know, in other parts of the world, you walk out and you don't really notice anything. So these things are all different, and. Each of them hides its own little world, which I think is really cool. Yeah. I mean, this is ridiculous. This thing is huge. I think it measured... What were the measurements on this one, Johnny? Do you remember? Which one? The one in China? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 600 and... uh, No, hold on. The... One over a thousand feet long, four hundred and ninety-two feet wide, and six hundred and twenty-nine feet deep. Jeez. 
And it harbored three interior caves. Yes. Reportedly formed by erosion. When it, there we go. Okay, there comes the bullshit science. Well, there's that. Well, first, of, <laughs> first of all, um, this is like another layer of Earth. So here we go, proving our layer cake Earth theory. Like the underworld, hollow Earth theories being proven by this kind of stuff. This is, this is not just like, you know, you found a cave and it's like sort of at like, you know, ground level or sea level or whatever. No, this is 630 feet down. That's far enough down to where if that was a hole and it opened up and you fell, you'd die. Like bad. Yeah. What? Okay, so how well, did the trees grow underground? Yeah, somebody just asked this in the chat. So light can get through, uh, but what you mainly need is water. You need a mm -hmm. good climate. So mm -hmm. if this thing is enclosed, you're going to have a decent climate for growing trees. Um, but there are other factors and nutrients that are in these underground cave systems where things can grow. So it's it entirely still possible, does, especially closer to the surface before the sinkhole really appears. And it's not always been this wide. It, it drops down and it grows, right? That entrance grows. Um, but things are still growing in them. Light can reach at least the, the you know, top level. Yeah, I mean, right. Now, this sinkhole was grow. just... Now, this sinkhole was discovered... I mean, it's obviously like this didn't just cave in recently, right? And it just like opened up. Is that... Or, or is that what happened? So, it was discovered. Okay. But they don't know when this sinkhole actually was formed. At least they're not telling us. Okay, so they basically are like out exploring in the woods and like, whoa, there's a hole. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Chinese spelunkers discovered it. Okay. So, I mean, this this region is pretty remote. This is actually well known as like one of the most um, uh, active, seismically active regions in China and kind of the frontier okay. of China as well. It's still very rural. A lot of it's unexplored, so they say. Um, right, right, right. So, so okay, fair enough. So it's it's discovered. So six hundred and some odd feet down, six hundred and thirty feet down. Light, the light does go down that far. I mean, clearly, right? The sun goes nine ninety three million miles, right? Well, yeah. and if you have and if you have heat as well, a proper amount of heat. That's right. the thing is having a well regulated climate mm -hmm. and is the biggest thing. The light just helps them grow faster, better. But you still have all the nutrients. Mm -hmm. I mean, no, you do need you do need light to produce photosynthesis for like leaves to do what leaves do. But yeah, you yeah, need that's light. that's why I'm wondering how trees were growing down there because you need the light. Well, yeah, but again, you don't need a lot of light because um, really, yeah, like okay. Yeah, so really... what kind of trees are we talking about? Oh, we don't know. It doesn't say. We don't know. I mean, you have the same article I have. I'm just. It, it says I'm, perhaps I'm, the most impressive I'm, I, tree. I know we have uh, the same article. I'm just. I'm. What it says. here. Perhaps the most impressive feature was a well-preserved primitive forest at the pit's base, which was home to prehistoric, prehistoric seeming trees measuring over 130 feet tall. The dense now, undergrowth. Yes, trees. These these trees can also be connected to trees at the surface as well. These these trees do have massive root systems that can be interconnected. 
between everything. And if you go to the article, I, I posted one in response to kind of give some context, uh, but it's the one about the Vietnamese cave system mm-hmm. here. And there's a video, I've got it playing on the stream, uh, just on mute, just to give some some context as to what this looks like. But there there's stuff growing, and there are holes through the surface everywhere where these things can grow. Um, right. So with all of that, with a well-regulated underground climate, it's entirely possible. Now, not every single inch is covered. Hmm. All right. I'd like to go see that, but it's in China. So I would absolutely yeah. love to go see that. Yeah. Yeah, they would have just to go to Vietnam. Two, they would have to put up two more cameras in order to observe me. <laughs> right, that's true. Because what they have like seven hundred million, so it'd be seven hundred million in two. Oh, oh, that's right. They have one camera for every two people, so they would need. They, yeah, they'd it, have to put up another, at least another camera. Right. For, yeah. 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 You could share a camera with somebody. I could share a camera. Yeah. So, what do we think about this, guys? I mean, these these do connect to larger cave systems. Could these be cave systems, kind of like the ones filled with quartz that we've seen, and referencing our crystal tree work that we've done? Um, do you think there could be any connection to these being giant root systems originally? Are they maybe uh, just remnants of massive strip mining that we've talked about? With the sinkholes themselves, I, I think yeah. the sink. Well, um, I think the sinkholes are. Yeah, I think it has to do more with the um, the mining that went on. Whatever, whatever, whatever happened to this realm? That was part of it. Whatever scooped out, you know, scooped out the oceans and made it so that made it so that there was a giant desert between. California and Salt Lake instead of water. It yeah, I'm just wondering how long until how long until we find that uh, one of these caves actually goes far deeper than 630 feet and ends up going like 600 miles. I would never love mind to- the hidden cave systems here in the United States. Oh, there's all kinds of cave systems here, yeah. man. Like in in Kentucky, there's all kinds of really cool ones. Um, dude, I would love to find drow. By the way, guy from V, I would love to find the drow. I always my favorite race. Yeah, well, everybody, everybody, even Metallica wanted to be Drizzt. Yeah, and yeah. it's not just because of Drizzt. Even though, even though he's a great character, I just I do love the drow. I also love just a villainous race that is actually intelligent, has a society. So they're not African American elves. No, no, no. No, there's no, no, those, those don't exist. Those so only kind of, exist. And hang on, so, hang on, let Grognak talk. <laughs> If y'all like the if y'all like the drow, you haven't read enough of the books. The drow are fucked up. They are. They're incredibly. Yeah. But they're not black elves. Right. right. All right. Well, I have a question about a different set of elves. Okay. What kind of elves are Snap Crackle and Pop from Rice oh. Krispies? Those are more akin to Keebler elves. So those are tree like the little tree elves that are usually in your front yard making cookies and your cereal for you. Yeah, nice Segue. I forgot about this. So Pop is no longer a guy. Pop is now a trans woman. Yes. Yes. There you go, guys. Stop is- eating gay cereal. They're cereal as as Woke Capital has always said. They are after your kids. Yes. 
I missed that account. That was a good Twitter account. Well, you can look at, I mean, you can look at what cereal is. I mean, they had the mixed up cereal. Was it last year with the, with the rainbow on the front? Oh, they've been pushing pride cereal all year. Yes. Um, Uh, I think it was fruit loops, which is funny. You know, fruits. (laughs) Right. And loops. Uh, but uh, they they had a, a pronoun like a thing about pronouns on the back. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was dude. That was like just a mix up of all the cereals because everybody just gets along. It's just polyamorous cereal. It's so disgusting. All right, there's that. Um, I saw something. It, uh, it, oh, look, Disney. Okay, so they well they, they redrew they redrew the Rice Krispie elves to look like uh, what was that? Uh, Timmy and his his fairy godparents. No, I can see where you might think that, but that's just the big eyed animation style that they've always they've always kind of looked like this for the past. That, the the other two are not upgraded. Fairly odd parents. That yeah, I know fairly odd parents. I know that's what you're thinking of. But I don't. Yeah, that's it's not the same art style, really. I don't. I don't think that's the same art style at all. I just I I can see how it, it is. Like maybe influenced by it, but I don't. I don't think it's it's not the same art style at all. I mean, like clearly one is an actual like, hand drawn cartoon, and this is this is like computer running. Anyways, so now Pop is a is a purple haired ponytail having girl. Well, it's still a dude. It's just still a, a dude. Degenerate pedophile right. gay man. Right. It's still a dude. It's just now it's Red Pop's just like saying he's a, a woman. Do uh do elf women lose immortality if they have top surgery? Uh no. Mm. That'd be that'd be like asking if an elf got his ear cut off if that makes him lose immortality. No, yeah, no, I don't think that's I don't think that's the case. I don't, I, I don't think so. I think, I think they'd be I, mad I think at you. The only people who would come up with something like that are, are Tumblr writers. Yeah. What are they putting in the lamus bread to? To get that elf to, well, these aren't the same kind of elves. This these elves wouldn't be eating Lembus. These elves are fully on board with Kellogg's uh, narrative and agenda. And we all know that Kellogg was a fucking weird sicko who wanted people to be uh, to what was it uh, to not have sex, right? Very puritanical, and and he was gonna. Um, cure everybody of their horniness by giving them cornflakes. Good intent, bad way to go about it. I mean... Needs more electroshock. Was it really good intent? Like, his... I don't think it was really good intent. Not not really, no. Also, guy from V, Rice Krispie Elves are not Noldorian. That is that is not the case. Or not what? Yeah, what... They are, not the, Nold, they are not Noldor elves, one of the uh, groups oh. of elves in, in Tolkien's world. Yes, no. No, you, they're not. You, you know what else goes snap, crackle, pop? Dilation. Yes. Well. I mean. You, you, you yeah. got me there. I don't I like it, but you got me there. I guess. So, yes, yeah, snap, crackle, and pop are now one of them's a tranny. Um, There's also a hiss at the end too. It's like I'd like. Ugh. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Stop it. It's gross. So, with all of that, what do we have for time? We are oh, 
We're running. We're running right on time, guys. Wow. We got anything we want to throw in at the end? Um, well, the baby. There's the baby formula thing that's uh, been shipped to the Ukraine. Bitch about that for a second. Uh, yeah. I mean, but we posted on our channel the ingredients of baby formula. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't feed it's them. It's not great. Don't feed Yeah, my my thing is, I was you know I was talking with an older guy um, that used to be at a church that I went to years ago and, and kind of reconnected when I got back and we were talking about the baby formula thing. And he rattled off like two recipes for formula that he and his wife used to make at home mm-hmm. with just normal household ingredients. Um, and um, yeah, that's, that's my thought is there are legitimate reasons why women can't breastfeed. Sure. Right? We know that. Sure. You can make your own at home. And you can source the ingredients from around you. You can get them all local. Mm-hmm. People no, have everything... done it for a very long time. Nothing uh, of value is lost with this fake, disgusting microplastic formula. Yeah, the, shortage. The, the baby formula that people have been feeding to their children is literal poison. Okay, um, and I'm sorry if you know if anybody's been formula fed, but that stuff is really not good for you. Um, I want to know what the, I would like to know what the correlation is between like later onset cancer and people that were formula fed. Um, well, it's probably lost in the mix of, of just everything else that they eat from the time that they're, you know, fed this poison formula to poison McDonald's and chicken right. nuggies. Right. And that's the know, thing is once you're 18, most, most people. Yeah. If you're feeding your kid that formula and you're probably not, you know, you're probably not eating organic at the house. You know what I mean? Then you don't get I to mean, talk you're prob- about Jewish power and goy slop. Right. I mean, your kid's probably eating like hot Cheeto freaking ramen or something. <laughs> right. That's, I can't believe that thing that even exists. Like, ugh. It's disgusting. I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can make you can make homemade formula, which is, you know, all you need. And again, Reiner, like you said, all you need is some ingredients that a lot of people already have in their house. You know, and you can yeah, make... and if not, you can you can talk to somebody and you can source them from you know anybody in your area. Mm-hmm. And they're not and they're not and it's not difficult and it's like again formula formula isn't some magic thing that Nestle has. Um, you know, it's like the Krabby Patty formula. Nobody else can make it. <laughs> uh, no, Krabby and, Patties are also filled with microplastics. And again, yeah, right. And again, but I again, mean, now you should avoid seed oils. If you possibly can. Oh, absolutely. You should avoid seed oils and corn syrup and all the corn syrup solids and all that shit. And as much soy as possible, avoid if you're a male. Um, it's difficult. Uh, it's, it's obviously difficult because they've they've inserted these things into so much of our food. Oh, yeah. But if you if you do take if you do take the time and opportunity, I'm not saying you have to be a homesteader growing all your own stuff. That'd be great if that's your if that's what you're able to do. That's great. But I'm saying if you're just going to the grocery store and buying stuff, you can buy things that don't have that stuff in it, and mm. you can eat healthy. Yeah, and it's not going to cost you necessarily an arm and a leg. The thing it's, it might cost you is it might take you some actual time to prepare yourself some meals from the stuff that you get. Right. I, but that's how all you the make stuff it cheap. It's already prepackaged and done for you already. All that stuff is slop. Even yes. the stuff that's organic and, you know, like you can buy, you can buy prepackaged organic food, prepackaged, non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free, whatever, all that. It, it's still 
fairly close to Goyslop. Make it yourself. Anything you make yourself is going to be better for you at a hundred times, a hundred times out of a hundred. Look, the big thing is only local breasts for your kids. Yes, absolutely, only local breasts. Um, unless, dude, bring back the wet nurse. You know, I mean, like wet nurses were a thing. My wife and I have been talking about that. Yeah, <laughs> not not for us, but just when we were bringing up that conversation. No, just yeah. bring back wet the wet nurses nurse. were a thing for centuries. Mm-hmm. Hey, 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 babe, what do you what do you think about wet nurses? Yeah, right. Okay, we're pat. My my kids passed that. We're trying to potty train. Yeah, no, we're not. Oh. Yeah, not so that. why are you bringing up the wet nurse? No, because well, because the baby <laughs> formula shortage. Thing. If we had more, you know, the one of the one of the arguments is just you know just breastfeed, dumbass. Well, some women can't. You know, some women right. some women just can't. Now, some women's endocrine systems have been fucked. Some women have unfortunately gotten fake boobs and and can't breastfeed. Uh, some women have just don't. Piercings nipple piercings that screw it up some yeah like you know and and again that's you know that's your own fault but some of it isn't their fault a lot of it's not their fault um right it's and, a larger question it's a larger but, question as to how so many the ones who didn't have things done to their breasts how so many got into a place physically to where they're not able to produce it on their own yeah that has to do with probably a lot of birth control and other type type things birth control poisons vaccines right yeah a lot of endocrine a lot of endocrine disruption going on there yes so i mean and and again i i I know i know cow's milk is bad for kids um i did read that the closest thing to human breast milk is uh for infants would be goats raw goat's milk and i'm not saying that that's true but i did hear that that's something that um people have done I don't know that it's. I don't. I, again, I don't know it's true. I'm not advocating for any of that shit. Um, both of my kids, both of my kids had no problems breastfeeding. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's like the formula. Uh, no, actually, no. Wait a minute. No, I forgot about this. We had the oldest one was on formula for a couple of months because we weren't we weren't really keen on this. It was 2007, and. Um, my wife had gotten like mastitis and something happened and he went on breast. He went, he went off breast milk for like three months until he went on regular milk. Cause it was right before he was a year. So he did have like a couple of months where he had to have, I think that's what's wrong with him now. Either that or he's just a teenager and he's retarded. Uh, I'd say a little bit of both. Yeah. You think it was the formula? I mean like dude, back before, like b- before I was really woke on any of this stuff, um, you know, I didn't want to give him formula. We when we did do the organic, you know, uh, whole foods baby section, blah blah blah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't your enfamil with the the dog bot challenge of can you read this label? Um, you know, and yeah, that stuff. I don't stuff, care how much high school Latin you took. Yeah, some of those words are really long and with a lot of a lot of syllables. Um, but. There, you know, there was that. Oh, somebody told me they went looking for formula, and the stuff that their family or whatever, one of their sisters or whatever, fed their kid um, was what used to be twelve bucks is now thirty five dollars. And that was like in two thousand and seventeen or sixteen. They were feeding their kid formula. So back in two thousand seventeen, a can of formula was twelve bucks. It's now thirty five. 
It's amazing. Can of poison for your kid is $35. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, try not to give your kids that stuff. Like, if you can make it, make it. Like, we'll post recipes. Like, just ask somebody. Yeah. Don't give your kids that poison. Anyhow. Um... Though uh, to our post, to, to our post with the um, the the list of ingredients, mm-hmm. I do challenge everybody that listens to this. Please record a VM and leave it in the comments on the Telegram for that. And uh, let's see if you let's see if you can make it all the way through without stumbling. Yeah, yeah. But if you start stumbling, just keep like power through to the very end. I, I I'd like to hear some of these. That's actually uh, the best. The best one, the best like the best one. We'll play it on. We'll play it on next week's episode. Okay. There you go. We never ended up with a really good troll of those uh, fake Paranormies accounts. No, but but they broke up, so it doesn't matter. No. Oh well. Yeah, that, that's yeah. true. Oh well, yeah, at least that way I don't. Out there, though. I don't have to give somebody a shirt though. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, whatever. Jim- you know? <laughs> oh, geez, Jimmy, I don't know if we could read it live. Also, pen or relogram, don't drink Kazar milk. Don't fall for the Kazar milkers. Yeah. Drink breast milk, but don't, don't stay away from those. What did what did Jimmy the Lip want you to read? I think he wanted to read, wanted Dogbot to read the ingredients list live. Oh. Uh, no, you'll have, you'll have to donate, like, a ton of, ton of pills for All me right. to do that. We'd have to, we'd have to break 40,000 pills and I'll, I'll read it live. If we get a couple of EMPs, we'll do it live. Not tonight, but maybe next not, week. Not tonight, yeah. It's about oh, man, we're 10 minutes over now. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, we uh, are going to wrap this one up. Rombie, if you're, if you're join-locked, uh, just DM me on Telegram. You'll find me in the mod list, and I'll, I'll help you get in the chat. Sometimes that happens. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming out and listening to us live we will release this tomorrow as a podcast over on paranormies.com and the link will be shared here on pill.net we have an rss solution uh in the bag it is already taken care of it will be up soon tm um what else uh go to dissidentapparel.com and buy our shirts that is a threat Buy our shirts at dissidentapparel.com. Yes. They're amazing. Yes, they're cool. They feel great. Mm-hmm. They're really cool shirts. Uh, also, thanks to everybody on Telegram. We cracked 20,000 subscriber today. That was awesome. Thank you to everybody. Yes, yes. that is pretty sweet. Uh, you can find links to Dissident Apparel, our Telegram, Gab, and our website all right below this stream. That's correct. Yes. So thank you everybody for coming out live and listening to us shitpost through this news. Uh, and thank you to everybody tomorrow who's going to listen to the Nationalist Inquirer, who's going to be read by which one of you guys? Uh, be read by me. Okay, Reinhardt. Yeah, got I, this I, I'm doing a D and D creepy pasta for Friday. All right. Cool. We have a we have a really cool show for you Friday. It is a part two. Yeah. It is a part two. So, get excited. 
Oh yes, scratch offs here. Let me yeah let do me, the scratch offs. Those yeah, I'll, I'll filibuster for a second while you do the scratch offs. Yes, everybody consume this content. Get excited for next content. We will have more content later on. There will be even more content. Um, as I am looking at our Telegram, we have like one, two, three separate content episode chats, and then a separate prep chat. We do we have we have a lot of stuff happening. Yeah. So stick around and listen up. What? Reinhardt? Scratch-offs are out. Oh, cool. Scratch-offs are out. Everybody get your free coins, uh, pills, whatever they are on that one. <laughs> yeah, and we've got we've got lists and lists of things that we don't even have prep chats for because it's so early. Yes. Season 7 is just getting started. Yes, it is. Uh, we are going to get out of here. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you guys this weekend. Later. Time travel makes you gay. High in the mountains of Bayan Karaula, on the borders of China and Tibet, a team of archaeologists were conducting a very detailed routine survey of a series of interlinked caves. Their interests had been excited by the discovery of lines of neatly arranged graves which contained the skeletons of what must have been a very strange race of human beings. Strange because they had unnaturally spindly bodies and large, overdeveloped heads. At first, it had been thought the caves had been the home of a hitherto unknown species of ape. But as the leader of the team, the Chinese archaeologist, Professor Chi Pu Te, pointed out, who ever heard of apes burying each other? It was while studying the skeletons that one of the teams stumbled upon a large, round stone disc, half buried in the dust on the floor of the cave. The team gathered round the discovery, turning it this way and that. It looked, absurdly, like a kind of Stone Age gramophone record. There was a hole in the center and a fine, spiral groove radiated to the rim. Closer inspection, however, showed that the groove was, in fact, a continuous spiraling line of closely written characters. The object was a record, in more ways than one. Only nobody at the time, and the year was 1938, possessed the key to its incredible message. The disc was labeled and filed away among other finds in the area. Even those who knew of its existence knew nothing of its meaning. Many experts tried to translate the hieroglyphics in the twenty years the disc languished in Peking. They all failed. It was not until another professor, Dr. Tsum Um Nui, broke the code and started to decipher the speaking grooves that the extraordinary implications of the disc were realized. Realized, that is only by a select few. The outside world remained in ignorance, for the professor's conclusions on the meaning of the disc were so shattering that they were officially suppressed. The Peking Academy of Prehistory forbade him to publish his findings. Two years later, in 1965, the professor and four of his colleagues were finally given permission to reveal their theory. It appeared under the long-winded but intriguing title, The Grooved Script Concerning Spaceships, which, as recorded on the discs, landed on Earth 12,000 years ago. 
their records. 716 of the groove discs were later uncovered in the same caves, which told an astonishing story of a space probe by the inhabitants of another planet which came to grief in the Bayan Karaula mountain range. The strange spiral script told how the peaceful intentions of the aliens had been misunderstood and how many of them were hunted down and killed by members of the Ham tribe who lived in the neighboring caves. According to Tsum Um Nui, one of the lines of the hieroglyphics read, quote, The Dropas came down from the clouds in their aircraft. Our men, women, and children hid in the caves ten times before sunrise. When at last they understood the sign language of the Dropas, they realized that the newcomers had peaceful intentions. End quote. Another section expressed regret by the Ham tribe that the alien's spaceship had crash-landed in such a remote and inaccessible mountain, and that there had been no way to build a new one to enable the Dropas to return to their own planet. In the years since the discovery of the first disc, archaeologists and anthropologists had learned more about the isolated Bayan Karaula area, and much of the information seemed to corroborate the bizarre story recorded on the discs. Legends still preserved in the area spoke of a small, gaunt, yellow-faced men who came from the clouds long, long ago. The men had huge, bulging heads and puny bodies, and were so ugly and repellent that they were hounded down by local tribesmen on horseback. Strangely, the description of the invaders tallied with the skeletons originally discovered in the caves by Professor Chi Pu Tei. On the walls of the caves themselves, archaeologists had uncovered crude pictures of the rising sun, the moon, unidentifiable stars, and the earth, all joined together by lines of pea-sized dots. Along with the discs, the cave drawings had been dated to around 12,000 years old. The cave area was still inhabited by two semi-troglodyte tribes known as the Hams and the Dropas, themselves extremely odd in appearance. The frail and stunted tribesmen averaged only about five feet in height and were neither typically Chinese nor Tibetan. Their racial background, said one expert, is a mystery. But even with the publications of Professor Tsum Um Nui's amazing translation, the story of the space disks was not over. Russian scientists asked to see the disks, and several were sent to Moscow for examination. They were scraped free of rock particles which had stuck to them, and then put through chemical analysis. To the surprise of the scientists, they were found to contain large amounts of cobalt and other metallic substances. That was not all. When placed on a special turntable, According to Dr. Vyacheslav Saitsev, who described the experiments in the Soviet magazine Sputnik, they vibrated or hummed in an unusual rhythm as though an electric charge was passing through them. As one scientist suggested, quote, as if they formed some part of an electrical circuit, end quote. At some time, they had clearly been exposed to extraordinarily high voltages.